Hi everyone, Josh here. This is the NOYC Godcast, a production of the Northern Ohio Youth Camp. Through various means, including a week of summer camp, youth conferences, sporting events, Christian content, and now a new podcast, the NOYC strives to give Christians a reason to continue on in Christ. The NOYC is far more than a youth camp. It's a joining together of like minds and unity of a desire and belief in God's word and his plan for each person's life. For more information regarding the ministry, as well as additional Christian content, please visit our website at www.thenoyc.com. I was having a conversation at work the other day, and it came around to how closely we are tied to our family and material things, to which the question gets posed, what if you went home right now, and your house was burned down, and all your family was gone? I paused. And responded with, well, I would have to follow the words of Job and say, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I can say in that instance I responded properly. And we discussed this idea over the course of the night, but to be honest, this, this thought made me uncomfortable. What if I did lose everything in a single instance? All my family and stuff wiped out in an instant. I don't know about you. But this thought makes me squirm. But if God allowed such an event to happen to us, what would be the purpose? Lucky for us, the book of Job has the answer to this question. And why we should be content in the thought or the act of losing everything. The book of Job tells us the very real story of a man named Job, who at the time was extremely wealthy. You know, large houses, big family, lots of servant and livestock, which is what wealth looked like back then. But not only that, but the Bible even calls Job perfect and upright. Now, to clarify, Job was not sinless, but this is meant to show that even in sin, Job sought forgiveness as well as Job was constantly seeking God in all that he did, not only for himself, but for his children also. So, Satan approaches God in heaven and says to God, you know, if you took everything from Job, he'd curse your name. Job is only in it for the material things. God says back to Satan, go take his stuff then, but don't touch his body. Immediately, we see Job's entire fortune stripped and his children taken away by natural disaster. What does Job do? He says, The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Satan goes back to God and says, Okay, you won this round, but if you touch his health, Job will curse you. And God says back, Touch Job's body, but do not kill him. So, Job ends up sick with painful boils all over to a point where his wife even says, curse God and die. As well as his friends accusing Job of wronging God in some way, um, Job ends up calling his wife foolish and defends his own character to his friends, all the while pondering why God had allowed these events to happen to him. 
God finally answers and says, My ways are higher than your ways. I have plans and plans that you cannot understand. I allowed this to happen to you because it would bring you closer to me. God then blesses Job with twice the stuff he had and restores a family to him. And the Bible tells us that Job lived a long and happy life. And the Bible even specifies that he ended up dying full of days, which means he died with the utmost contentment. All that summarizing to say this. We should not be uncomfortable with the idea of loss. Unlike Job, who was not able to get an immediate answer from God about why he was allowed to go through these trials, we have the answer right in front of us in the book of Job. So, let's revisit the thought. Your life crumbles around you, and you lose everything. Your material wealth, your family, all of it. The Bible is trying to tell us here, that when the worst case scenario happens, God is still good. That when life as we know it is stripped away from us, God is still good. That when God allows hardships in our lives, He is still good, and on top of that is using it actively, actively using it for our benefit. The reason Job says, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, blessed be the name of the Lord, was not to appease God, but to recognize that despite appearances, all that Job had was given by God, and that God had the right to take it away. After this whole ordeal, the Bible teaches us that Job was the content to the utmost. Not because of material wealth, but because God was pleased with it. So, contentment is found in God alone. Even Paul in the New Testament would weigh in on this subject with the well-known passage of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. And it says, And the Lord said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my affirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Even Paul says, I will be content in my weakness and loss because that, that is when the name of Jesus is lifted on high. I want to emphasize, as Christians, it is ever so important that we grasp this peace that passes all understanding. If contentment comes when we lose everything, we should be even more content while we still have it. When we lose someone near and dear, we should be content. Not to say that we are not allowed to feel sorrow, because even in the book of Job, Job clearly mourns for his losses. But Job praises God even through his mourning. How much, then, 
Will it build our witness to be able to say, I am sad at my lost, but I know that God will use this to bless me and build me up. The people of the world, the people around you, are going to give you looks and ask questions. But if we can truly show that there is more gain and loss than anything the world may offer, then, and only then, is the name of Jesus exalted above measure. Remember, when your family, or your things, or your job, or your country, or your health, or the whole kit and caboodle comes tumbling down, praise God because he's got something greater. I pray for all of us to grab a hold of this mighty contentment only found in Jesus Christ. Today's considerable quote comes from C.S. Lewis, and he writes, I would rather be what God chose to make me than the most glorious creature that I could think of. For to have been born in God's thought and then be made by God is the dearest, grandest, and most precious thing in all thinking. We invite you over to the description of this podcast. There you'll find today's featured content, which is a song by Laura Story entitled Blessings, and it's really just a great match for what Jacob was talking about today. We invite you to our website, www.thenoyc.com. There you'll find more featured Christian content and much more from the NOYC. We'd also love for you to help us out in sharing this content with others who need encouraged as well. You can share this podcast with a friend. You can go to social media on Facebook or Instagram and find this podcast in video form. But would you share it with somebody? Help encourage them in Christ. Well, friend, we hope that you're off to a great start of a week. Until next time, continue on in Christ. Mm -hmm.